Welcome to your transformation station. station. Socrates once wrote, The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. It's time to rediscover your true identity and purpose on this planet. Together, we can transform our community one topic at a time. From groundbreaking performers, making their elixir your dose of reality, your transformation arc. This is your transformation station, and this is your host, Greg Favaza. Today is episode six. Today's guest, we have Vanessa Estrada, which we are looking in the integrity behind a profession and what signs to look out for. Every industry has its own circle of gossip. There's especially a social stigma behind psychic healers. Today, we talk with Vanessa and go into the psychic healing and what that means to her and the social stigmas she faces in every day in this profession. We know instinctively what's right, yet we follow suit sometimes when the authority at hand can sense our vulnerability. I share with you the interview we conducted and show that every question I presented was clearly avoided. Just like dealing with any professional, it's up to you to arm yourself by asking the right questions and as not to fall victim to the gimmicks and theatrics like I did. My goal today and in the future is to always help and guide those who are listening who wish to make an informed decision regarding the transformation of your life. For those that have not subscribed to the show, scroll down there, hit that subscribe button. We got a lot of great content coming through, and you're going to want to stick around. It's about to get messy. Quite messy indeed. This is your Transformation Podcast. I am your host, Greg Favaza. Let's get into the show. Manipulating that energy, moving it through the body to get that dense energy out to bring in flowing energy and light. Um, and, um, I, I pretty much ask, I ask help from the angels guides, um, to come in and help bring in the light into that individual and they're here and they help and they're doing it. I mean, that's, that's what, that's what I do. That's what I see. And, um, those are just the psychic senses, um, that I have, you know, um, claircognizant is, I, I know I have that knowing, um, whatever's told to me, it's automatically, okay. I know it. It's in my mind, Mm. you know? Um, okay. Vanessa, welcome to your transformation podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. You're very welcome. Let's let's jump right into this. What label or description do you give yourself when a newcomer asks what you do for a living? So I am a psychic healer. I provide healing sessions. So if there's any physical or emotional pain that is present, I channel um, both of our spirit guides to help unblock the areas uh, to facilitate the healing process. So I bring in the elements. So um, using earth, air, fire, and water. And of course, with the guidance of spirit to provide that healing. At, at what point in time did you first recognize you have these abilities? I started knowing I had abilities when I was five. I had real intense dreams. Um, I would see spirits, I would talk to them, and I daydreamed all the time. Um, as I got into my teenage years, I began seeing family members who had passed away uh, with messages for me, uh, different planets. 
other dimensions, and even astral projection. So that means um, an out-of-body experience where I just I I do my body, my physical body, and I enter another realm. Um, I remember when I was about seventeen, I went into a deep sleep and went to heaven, and that experience was indescribable. Um, and then it started tapering down. It, it started slowing down, and I completely shut it off in my twenties. Um, I was in this flight or uh, fight mode, living human life, you know, with kids and school and work and relationships. Um, I completely lost myself and, and who I was. So I pretty much suppressed it all. Um, I just, I, I didn't want to speak about it anymore. I didn't, you know, I had my dreams, but I just kept it to myself and just really put it away. Um, and then my gifts started coming full force uh, after I got married. I felt spirit telling me it was time and how I needed to start understanding my gifts and to protect myself spiritually. And so that's when I started searching for a mentor in this field to help me figure this out. Wow. That's, that's very interesting. So let's back up. As a kid, you experience these projections, these out-of-body experiences, what, what did you interpret at the time was happening to you? So this happened, these out-of-body experiences happened when I was in, in my teenage years. So it was, everything happened in my dream state. That was the first thing that I had. The first thing that I noticed was all these things happening in the dream world. So I would be in a deep sleep and then I just felt my spirit. I felt like my soul just like come out of my body and into entering this other realm. And it was very heavenly. Um, and that's only happened to me twice um, where I actually saw heaven. Um, and like I said, it's so indescribable. Um it was beautiful, and I just had that sense of peace, that that love, that that feeling that that's where I needed to be, and that's what it's like. So that's the feeling that I had when I went into this this realm, and it was amazing. Um, I haven't had that type of experience again. Um, everything that is out of body, it's not. To heaven, it's into other dimensions, other other realms, planets, planetary things, um, even you know past life type of situations as well. Mm-hmm. No, that's very interesting. D- during those ex- uh, projections, was there anything that was happening around you in your life during that time that you could recall? At that time. Um, when I had those experiences, I was about, mm, I was about 17 and I had my son. So I was a teen mom. Um, I was a few months before that I was, I had changed into, I, I had was brought up into a Catholic religion and then I moved into a Christian, um, type of faith. So I had started going to church and, um, a year prior to that. And, um, it just happened. It just, I had, I didn't set any intention. I didn't ask to see this, to see this place or 
to have an out-of-body experience, everything just happens on its own. I had no control of it. So I, I don't know when I go to sleep if I'm going to be in another dimension, if I'm going to have an out-of-body experience. I don't know. It just happens. And I had no control of it at that time. That's, that's very interesting. During your early 20s, you mentioned you were able to re- repress these experiences. How did you do that? I just pretty much ignored it. I, um, you know, and I started doing this even before that. Um, you know, just when I was younger, I, you know, I would tell my parents, okay, this is the type of experience I'm having. This is the dream I had. And this is, a, I saw these scary things and, oh, I, you know, I saw these kind of things. And, you know, my parents, they didn't really understand what was happening. They thought I was just seeing scary movies or, you know, whatever was going on. They just told me that's not true. No, you're it's just a bad dream. Um, you know, so I didn't come from a family or even that lineage of these type of abilities. So it's new. It was new for them and they weren't open to that. So I, I just suppressed it and I kind of just told myself, okay, maybe it is a bad dream. Maybe it's not true. So that's how I started suppressing it. And even more so when I got older, I just completely shut it off. I did not tune into it. I just brushed it off. You know, I would have a dream and then I would just, oh, whatever. It's just a dream. I didn't really pay attention. I didn't let myself get back into this. I just focused on, you know, I was on this robotic mode. You know, you get up, you get dressed, you know, you get the kids ready, breakfast, you know, let's get out of the house. You got to go to work and, you know, get out of work and pick up the kids and come home, feed them, shower. And it was just this, this routine. And I just, that's how I suppressed it. I didn't really focus into it anymore. Um, and of course, you know, I was just experiencing life. I was just trying to survive. I was just trying to um, finish school and have a career and just live this human life. So I just put everything away. Wow. That, you started to suffer what every American starts to suffer, right? When they get their degree or go out into the working field and just kind of live life, go into autopilot. Right. Mm-hmm. When did you begin doing this work professionally? So after, um, I would say about over a year ago, um, right towards my birthday, my 34th birthday. So that tells you how old I am. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I started, um, you know, these, these gifts came on full force. Um, they just started showing up. Um, I started having this feeling like, um, something was going to happen. Um, I would get physically sick, um, into, you know, if, Someone was around me and I met someone new and I, I knew their thoughts. I knew how they felt about me. Um, and it just came on so, so strong. Um, and then my dreams just intensified. It just came all at once. And then that's when I knew I needed to find someone who can help me figure out these gifts and 
you know, just figure out what's, what's going on. How, how do I use this or how do I control this? Um, so I went and found a really, really awesome, amazing shaman. I took um, some classes with her and she told me what I, what these gifts are, how to use them and how I'm able to heal people. And so I did work with her for a few months. And then, so I started uh, working on people and their, their energies and their bodies um, for about six months now, hands on. So it's been great. Very interesting. Have you had any formal training or instruction for this work as far as step-by-step? Like if you can explain like step-by-step instructions from a mentor, a coach, or something like that? Um, So I had my mentor, um, she has a whole curriculum. So she she developed her own curriculum um, and... It, it goes into everything that you need, everything um, psychic ability wise, um, what they are, the meaning. It, it's so intense. There's so much information about that. Um, and a lot of practice that goes into that. A lot of meditation. Um, a lot of, there was a lot of uh, shamanic journeying. So um, drums getting into that state where you can activate. It was a lot of activating what you already have and using it. Interesting. What other education certifications or any learned skills do you, did you obtain during this process that helps you in your line of work to this day? So, um, Education wise, um, I do have my bachelor's um, of arts in social work. So that's what I have my degree in. And the psychic um, community, I got my psychic development courses with the shaman. So she has her own school teaching. So that's what I did with her. And so those are just hours and those are um, hands on physical work and you know activities that we do um in her course so that's that's where i learned i learned through a shaman and there's so many different shamans and people out there um, who create their own curriculum there's things online that you can do Um, but basically we all have psychic abilities it's tuning into that it's if you are wanting to use them so that's that's where I got that from. Interesting. So what exactly, what methods do you apply in the healing process? So I basically use the, you know, the elements so earth, earth, fire, water. I communicate with spirit. So I sit down, I talk, we have a conversation um, and during our conversation, I get messages through spirit. Spirit tells me what is going on. Spirit kind of tells me what I need to use to help heal. So during our conversation, I'm writing things down. Um, and whatever's told to me, I write it. I write it. Okay, well, spirit's telling me I need to use water 
Okay, then I'm going to use water. And, and I, I see it visually in my mind of how I'm going to use this and what way. So I love using the element. Um, it really, really works for me and it helps. And so during that healing session, um, I have the person lie down and then I just pretty much hoover my hands over, over the body. And I just scan. I do a scan. And I sense, so I'm, I'm here, I'm closing my eyes and I put my hands over the body and I just kind of just see the auric field and kind of feel. Um, and so I get heat. And so when I sense heat, I know, okay, this is an area I need to work on. And sometimes spirit will tell me, you know, um, you need to work on you know, the heart chakra. Okay, then I will work on the heart chakra. So it just, it just, depends on what spirit is asking so i'm just spirit is working through me to facilitate the healing and so i just i i do that i scan the body and then i actually do the work and feel the energy and if i'm going to take out what's there sometimes it feels you know like like a rock or like sometimes it's just gritty and so i have to take it out and then so when i take it out i bring in light and that's when I call upon the angels and the guides to come in to actually bring in that light to replace whatever that is stuck or whatever that's there and bring the light in there to heal. So it's a lot of energy work. What do you believe your abilities can offer and what are your intentions or motivations for doing this work? So um, I really... I want to help people. I feel like, you know, healing and helping others is what my purpose is. You know, I feel like we all have a purpose. Um, we are all here to do something specific. And I found my purpose. I found, I, I've seen many past lives that I've had and I've always been a healer. Always. And so this ability just comes natural to me. And I, I just, I want people to feel better. I, you know, believe that when you're in a dark place, which we've all have been doing dark places, there is light that comes out of that. You know, it, it takes somebody to be in that spot to feel what it feels like to actually want to come out of it and to come out of it. It, it's like, I've done it. I've experienced it. And I, I want people to know that they can too and to know how to do that. And that it doesn't matter what stage you are or how old you are in your life. It doesn't matter. You can turn it around and there is a way out. And I just, I see it in everyone. I see the light in everyone. And it just, I just want to uplift, uplift them and, and um, make them see what I see and feel what I feel. And so I really enjoy what I do. Um, it's my calling. Um, so There's a social stigma out there between fortune telling and the people we see on TV, such as John Edwards giving a reading, his show crossing over with John. <laughs> what makes your work actually at its pure 
it's purity versus everybody else that's trying to make a quick buck. Okay, so like John Edwards, like he, I've seen his show, um, and everyone has unique gifts. You know, his mediumship is he can see it in waking life and actually see things happen and just know. So everybody has just different capabilities. We we all have unique gifts. Um, it doesn't look the same for everyone. And sometimes, um, you know, like if I see someone who has passed, I can't see that in waking life like he can. I see it in the dream world. I see it when I'm asleep. Um, so we're different in that way. Um, but there are people out there who, you know, say they're, they're Vanessa, psychic. Could you, could you explain the difference between you and John and your practices? Um, all I know that I've seen about him, I don't know too much about him, but from what I've seen is he's, he does mediumship in waking life in, in person when you're awake and he sees, he sees, um, you know, spirits or people who have passed away and he can communicate that way. And he can give you details and tell you all these things while he's awake. So I'm different. I don't do that in waking life. I do that in the dream world In in my sleeping is when I can do mediumship. So that's what I do as far as mediumship. And that's how we're different. Um, everyone is different. A lot of people um, can do this, you know, in the, out in the, in the waking world. Um, everybody has different, unique gifts, different ways. You know, this is just one. Um, there's so many different types of gifts that people have. And you can, not just the dream world, but there's people who use cards. You know, there's a lot of, there's different people who use cards and then people who can just scam you because I, I can see that there's people who are scammers, right? I mean, I've seen people who, who have used tarot cards and maybe they're not really authentic. Maybe they're just, you know, trying to make a quick buck. Like you said, right? There's people who want to make a quick buck, but then there's people who are really authentic, who are really connected to spirit, who can really feel and hear spirit. Um, and there's nothing wrong with tarot. Um, there's, uh, Oracle cards, which I love Oracle cards. Um, and you can really channel and get messages that way. There's so many different ways. There's crystals, um, crystal healing and receiving messages that way. There's so many different ways that people receive messages. You mentioned the, the tarot cards, the, Mm -hmm. I did a little research into those, the tarot cards. It's derived from the 15th century, when you look into it, 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 it transfers the word into terak, which is a synonym for foolishness. You're a fool if you were to believe those cards. Do you practice using those cards? So there's a tarot deck that's been up around forever, and that's probably the one you're talking about. Um, and then there's oracle cards. So I personally do not have and a tarot deck. I do not own one. I don't use, I don't use it. I don't resonate or connect to using tarot. Some people do. So there's nothing wrong with that if you do. If you do, that's your thing. 
For me, I don't. I connect to Oracle cards and there's so many Oracle cards. So I do have two of them and I use that personally. So it's for me. Um, but you can use it for other people. I have read, um, through other people, but I find that Oracle cards are more uplifting. They're positive. I get, I just, my, I just resonate more with an Oracle card than what I do with a tarot. I, I just feel like it's, it's not for me. It's, I have no connection with the tarot card. Honestly, I just don't. That's, that's interesting. With your line of work, how do you register yourself through the city? So if you were to say you are a fortune teller or a psychic, how, how would you, how would you register yourself with your practice? So it is psychic healing. Um, so that's pretty much what, what I call it. It's talking to spirit and it is, you know, psychic. When people hear the word psychic, they think automatically, you know, the fortune telling the, oh, you know, something before it's going to happen. It's always futuristic. It's like, um, and psychic encompasses so, it's so many things. It's not just, you know, knowing the future. I mean, there are future probabilities that you can learn that you can tap into, which I can kind of tap into that and use that, but I don't really use it. So psychic can come in a form of healing. It doesn't have to be knowing the future. You know, it's psychic can be so many different things. It's, it's, it's so, it's so expensive. So, um, there is, you know, different stigmas and, and what people believe what a psychic is and, oh, that's not good. Or, oh, um, you know, it goes into religion too, you know, um, people's belief systems, you know, and that's okay. You know, if I'm not trying to tell people that, you know, what you believe is wrong, you know, that's, that's what they, that's what they want to believe. And that's what they want to believe. This is what I resonate with. Um, I do believe it's good. I don't think that it's bad. I personally have a connection. I have a connection to my guides, to my angels, um, and, um, ancestors. I feel the presence. I can feel the good place that they're coming from and I feel the light and I don't second guess that. That's just, that's who I am. In the state of California, the Supreme Court has struck down on an ordinance for banning fortune telling nearly three decades ago, deeming it unconstitutional, a violation of free speech. How do you feel about that? You know, I I feel like everybody's entitled to their own opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and if you don't know so much if you don't if you don't know about this right you, it's really quick to make judgments exactly um you know and that's just a part of this lady life people will make judgments you're you're being judged all the time you know um and i i don't judge people i let people you know everybody has free will you know you can believe what you want to believe and 
you know, if you're all for it, that's great. If you're not, hey, it's, it's great to you. It's not your time, I guess, to, to um, you know, really believe in this. So that's their opinion. And it's not going to change what I believe in or what I know. For somebody that has no background information about what's happening in the world, if they were to consider you as somebody that's a possibility of that's conducting fraudulent practices, what is the reassurance that you can offer them and how do you adhere to that? So I personally, you know, when I'm doing this work, people, you have to be open to this. You have to want to receive the healing. And even if you're not and you're kind of guarded, you you'll still feel some sort of change even though you're guarded. So having that that change in being and how you feel should tell you that okay, like I do feel so I do feel different. This is working, you know, and sometimes it takes people a little longer. It takes you know, layers, it's like an onion. You have to peel the layers off. It takes several sessions to actually fully have that change. Um, but I've never came across anything like that. Um, people who have healing, who have sessions with me actually feel, you know, feel that change. And this is not taking place of any medical advice. This is not, you know, I'm not come to me instead of a doctor. No. You see your doctor if you need to see your doctor. You know, this is just at your free will. This is, you know, I'm delivering the message. It's up to you to take that message and learn from what that, whatever that message is telling you. So I'm just here as, as the middle person. You know, I'm here, spirit's telling me and I'm telling you however you interpret, that's, that's how you interpret it. But, um, you know, it's, it's up to the person and how they receive that information. Could you go into the specifics of how a session would play out as far as the length and what you would do and how and what for somebody to expect? So um, sessions can be 30 minutes um, up to an hour. Um, so basically it's it's. Um, they come in and we have a conversation and we get into what exactly they're here for. So if there's any type of um, specific issues or problems, um, sometimes even a past life will come up. Even, um, you know, spirit will take me um, back and see exactly what happened in a past life that came into this life that they need to learn from and they need to let go. We are here with lessons in this life. Um, and so we keep on repeating these lessons if we don't learn them. So we have to learn these lessons in this lifetime so that way we can continue to grow. So we have this thorough conversation and whatever messages is given to me at the time, I, I, um, you know, relay that message. Um, and then that determines how I will heal the person. So how, what I will use, you know, what type of stones I will use, what, um, you know, if I'm going to use any earthing like dirt, um, 
something that will ground the person. And I use that pretty much on everyone grounding. Um, or if I'm going to use a, a rattle, if I need to like bring in some noise, if I'm going to verbally um, speak and send out that energy, whatever spirit is telling me what I need to use, I will use it. Um, sometimes, um, you know, when I hoover over the body and I kind of sense the energy, um, sometimes I, you know, will put my hand over the heart or, um, you know, and sometimes I'll tap or sometimes, you know, just to feel and I bring in that, that light. So when I visualize and, and I ask spirit and I ask the angels and, um, you know, I, Archangel Michael is who I use all the time. I, he is always around me. And so I, he comes in and he helps bring in that light. And I just see it just into just going into the being of that person. And it's just, it's so loving. It's so loving. And so, um, I do that and I, I give gratitude and, and I thank Mother Earth and I thank the angels and I thank all the spirit guides who help, um, help through this whole session. And then, um, you know, I, I talk to the person that came in for the session and then we kind of talk about it and then, you know, transition out. So, yeah. I want to go into our healing session. Okay. And, and and what I'd taken from it. Mm-hmm. And but what I got out of it, I'm interpreting this understanding from my own set of knowledge and I can relate it on a psychology basis. So if I can interpret this way, I believe somebody else can misinterpret the same thing and apply it differently to think something negative with your line of work. What if I got out of it was through the process and seeing everything of what happened and how things happen, I did experience a change that happened through pain, but I also dissected it a, a lot just to make sure that what was happening was what is happening. But what I perceived that happened, now this is just from what I understand from my own perception Mm-hmm. is that it was the simplest way I can put it, a placebo effect. As far as I'm playing it out in my head that you are an expert. So automatically, I'm coming to you, letting my guards down. I And that could be considered as framing or priming your mind. At that very point, once I listen to what you have to say, and then you continue to explain yourself, I am sitting there listening. That becomes, now I'm becoming influenced and you start to become, you start to be portrayed as a authoritarian. And as you continue to gain credibility through your actions, as far as I see all this, the stuff on your walls, as far as, okay, this is, this looks very authentic. This looks legit. I am now accepting it. At that very point, once I give you the command that, yes, you're free to do what you need to do to begin the healing process. I feel like that has now let my guard down and let whatever thoughts that I have, any negative thoughts kind of go away and become part of what's happening. And then as the process is going, I feel for each uh, instance that's happened, as far as with scanning for my heat, it's the water, the, if I'm allowed to go into these details, otherwise I can edit it out. No, you're fine. I'm interpreting it in a I'm interpreting it in a way 
that I can see how somebody would misconstrue it as pseudo psychology when they think of psychics, fortune telling. It's like, but they don't really understand it. It's just a feeling that they got. And what I got, I'm putting into words of the feeling of uncomfortability is something that you don't understand. And what came through my head is, okay, it's it almost feels like you can control somebody's mind. It, it just comes down to the placebo effect. It's their guards down and they get into that position and they still continue to sit there. There's no way to put it other than you. It's almost like a you get stuck into a cult like kind of thing or a uh, hypnotism base. Mm-hmm. That's where that sugar high kind of comes into play. Could you elaborate for somebody who would think like that? Okay, so, you know, it goes back to your belief system, you know, um, what you are open to receiving, your brain um, is so powerful, you know, um, what you believe about yourself, the universe will match it, 100, and that's the way it is, Um, you know, and you have to, you have to be open, you have to Think positive. You have to um, to want to receive, to be willing to receive, to be open, and that's why I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Of you know, when I asked you, are you ready for healing? Do you want to be healed? And I I asked that mm-hmm. so that way you hear it and you give me that yes or no. And you say yes, okay, I'm here. I'm going to help. I'm going to facilitate that healing. You know, energy work, it's, it's something that we, we are, we all have energy. We are energy beings. And so when I feel that energy and you felt, you know, how you felt the difference there and you felt, um, the actual change in that, um, it's working, you know, and I know that I know you're, you're skeptic, you know, you wanted to know, you know, does that really work? I don't know if that really works. And, and that's okay. You know, you, you can be a skeptic and you can still feel the changes of this, um, of that healing session. And so, um, you know, it's, it's up to the person. It's up to the person what they want to, what they want to believe and what they don't want to believe. And if they're willing to have that change and if they're not, um, but, most people who come in here for a session want change. They are open. Um, and the more that you are open, the more that you're going to receive. And so I don't have people who really, you know, are coming in here negative that are going to come in here thinking that it's not going to work. Um, these people come in here because they, they want change. They, want a healing they want to be healed and so they come with this open mind and this open heart um and they see change you know i'm not i don't i don't judge other people um but other people you know people have their own their own beliefs and what they feel is true and what they feel is not true so it's it's your own free will do you believe your abilities relate with our bodies and our natural tendencies to produce a chemical in this event? For what I experience, I believe the possibility that 
oxytocin was produced during that experience. And our body reacts to the environment. It's constantly due with homeostasis. And I believe at that point, it reacted and allowed a numbing effect in my areas that were being healed. Could you go into details and decipher the difference between your practices and somebody who would interpret how our bodies naturally enact in these kind of environments? So, you know, you... You're, you have to let your brain, your, your brain is powerful. You know, you have to be, you have to get in that mindset. You know, it is changing the way you think. It is changing the way you feel about things to, to better yourself. And like I said, you know, what you believe about yourself, the universal magic, you know, if you, if you, um, surround yourself with, positive people all the time who uplift you, you're going to naturally be that way. If you surround yourself with people who, you know, are bringing you down, who have all these problems, um, they drain you, you know, you start having problems. It's like whatever you put out, that's what you get. And so you really do have to train your mind to think differently. You do. Um, and you will feel better. You know, you will feel better just by affirmations, having affirmations, um, saying things to yourself that are uplifting, that are good, and that you believe to be true. Um, that changes you in itself. Um, so yes, you know, your what you tell your mind and, and that's how you're going to feel. It's, it's not hypnosis. This isn't hypnosis at all. Um, so everything in the spirit, in the spirit realm, it's non-physical, right? Um, it's, it's, it's a feeling, it's a knowing, it's what you have inside. And when you get deep down into the core, you want to fix yourself. You want, you, you want to know what's there and you want to, you have to bring it out you have to acknowledge it to get better. So um, a lot of this spirit work, it's, you don't see it. It's not in the physical. It's, and that's the, the thing about the 3D, the human, the human and the mind is it's reason. You know, people, they have to have reason. This is here because of this. It has to make sense. It has to have a beginning and an end for our minds to grasp it, to understand it. But this is different. This is, it's beyond that. It's so expansive. It's, it's a lot of times you can't even put into words of what it is, you know? So, um, just like the whole scenario with past life, you know, you think, okay, past lives before, 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 but really, because that's how our minds, our minds see it that way. That's how we understand it. But really, we're living in the now in these dimensions at the same time. So it's not really a past life. It's happening right now. But in order for our brain to understand the concept, we say past life. 
that happened before, but it's really now. And that and that's weird. It, it it's hard to understand that and and to really get it in your mind. What? How does that happen right now? What do you mean? I'm here right now. Like you're trying your brain, you're trying to rationalize it, but it can't be. You you, you can't. Your brain isn't capable of seeing things in that way. Okay, if you could explain that in a way as if I were to go out to find your mentor and say, I would like to be a healer, how would I describe that in a sense? So, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, in her in her literature and, and what she has, uh, there's a lot of understanding. So it's it's just knowing about the dimensions, about the world, about spirit, um, and just understanding that there is, there's timelines, right? And so in these timelines, we're experiencing life in other worlds, in other um, countries, in other cultures, um, you know, and it's, it's all inclusive. It's, it's in the now. It's happening right now. So just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. It's all inclusive. It's, it's in the now. It's happening right now. So just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. That's where you tap into your past life. That's when you can get into deep meditation and see the past lives happening. But it's, it's not really past. That's what I'm saying is like, we call it past lives because that's how you can relate to it. That's how you can think of, okay, what has happened prior to this life? But it's all happening right now in different timelines at the same time. So it's, it's just, it's really hard to get the brain, you know, to, to yes. understand the concept because that's, that's not where we live in. We're, we're 3D. We, you know, we always have to have, you know, a result. We always have to have like, okay, this happened and then this is going to happen and this is going to happen. This results in this. It, it always has to make sense. There always has to be a reason for this and hard evidence and proof. And this is not in that way. It, it's direct communication to source. It's, it's that knowing that that communication and what they're telling me is to be true. And so I, I put my trust in spirit and that communication comes in and whatever spirit is telling me or whatever spirit wants to show me in the dream world are messages. And I, I believe that I seen it. I felt it. You know, I, I just, I trust it a hundred percent. Is there any ethical principles or a code of conduct that is instilled in these practices or does it fall on the individual who takes up this profession? So ethically, um, I do not talk about people's sessions. Um, I do not um, disclose that information. It is private information. Um, and I don't just go and work on people or tap into them without permission. That is, that 
is so important is asking permission because you have to, you, you just can't go and read other people or work on them without asking permission. So, um, you know, they have to want to receive it. And that's why I ask permission. And if there's like, no, I don't want to know. No, don't tell me. Okay. Not going to tell you, you know, because it's your free will. It's, it's your being. I'm not going to go in and start telling you something you don't want to know. So, um, I, it's ethically always ask permission and always keep everything private. Um, you know, it's between you and that person. It's not for the whole world to know. What holds you accountable in your day-to-day life and how you apply yourself in your profession? And if you could go into a deeper meaning to that with providing us a primary driver, your inspiration into being the person you are today. So I, you know, I I had to previously, um, I've gone through a lot. I've gone through so much in this lifetime. Uh, and many lifetimes before, but um, I really want to help people. I want to help and give the the guidance and to bring people into the light. Um, and that's what I want to do. Um, you know, my advice to people is to have quiet time, spend time with yourself, um, take time to let spirit communicate with you. Um, all you have to do is be open and have the desire to follow your gut. You know, your gut is your intuition. That is a psychic ability. That gut feeling that you get is the psychic ability. It's your intuition. My intuition is heightened. It's, it's, it's very much sensitive and heightened. And I, my intuition is me talk, talking to spirit and we're like one-on-one, you know, um, but what you believe about yourself, the universe will, of course, match it. So um, I do want to help people. I do um, want to get, you know, help them heal in their bodies. We Sometimes if people hold emotional pain in their body, you know, if whatever they're going through, and we all go through it, you know, we're all human. We all, nobody has perfect lives. You know, nobody does. Um, and we get into these, these sometimes, um, traumatic events or, um, you know, just your, you get into your self work and you start suppressing these, these feelings, you know, in your body. Sometimes you hold it, you know, in your legs. Sometimes you hold it in your feet, in, in your back. Um, and you need to get that energy out. And that's what I do. I, I get that energy that you put there and I get it out to move it out of the body. What is some bad advice to avoid for our listeners? You know, I would say take your own advice. You know, we, we always say sometimes, you know, um, we go and we talk to our friends or, or we talk to your family and we're like, you know, this happened and, and so-and-so told me this and whatever happened. And, Sometimes you don't get the, the really good advice, you know, from other people. Um, but, you know, my thing is, if you have a question, you don't know about something, ask spirit yourself, you know, um, ask it out loud. Ask. They hear you. Ask for help. Ask for help from angels. 
sit. That's why I'm saying like sit down, have time to yourself, go take a walk out in nature and ask that question out loud. You know, what should I do or guide me into making this decision? And if you really open your heart and you really listen, you will get your answers. You will get your answers yourself. Um, so I would say to just take your own advice also. Um, and then um, be careful who you surround yourself with. You know, be careful if um, you're around negative people, you know, that negative, tra- that negative energy transfers to you, you will become negative, right? So that saying is you are who you surround yourself with, right? It's true. True. I agree with you. That was very well put. What's an action item or a piece of homework that our listeners can do and start acting today over the core theme we've spoken about? I would say meditation. And I want to really, I want to go into this as far as um, how to, right? Because when people think of meditation, they think of you know, sitting down, back straight, crossing your legs, closing your eyes, you know, and, and, and meditating and getting into the visuals. And that's fine. You know, that works for people. And that's great. That is a form of meditation. But there are also other forms of meditation that don't look like that. There's, um, you know, going and doing yoga, Pilates, running, um, going out, taking a walk in nature, really looking at the trees, valuing, you know, the birds and feeling the wind and, you know, on your body and looking at the flowers and doing that, even drawing, you know, martial arts, um, dancing, singing, all of that is a form of meditation. All of that is, and it's so wonderful. You know, everybody's already doing it. (laughs) It's just, um, tuning into that, getting a little deeper into that. Yeah. So, um, meditation is good. I mean, that personally has helped me with my anxiety. I had really, really, really bad anxiety and I really tuned into this. I really got into meditation. I changed my way of thinking and I can control my anxiety now. I don't have to take medicine. And it truly has helped me. So I, I see it. I see the change. I see it working. And that's why I believe so much into this. Vanessa, I really like that. Could you explain, if, if you wouldn't mind, on how you meditate uh, and what practice do you use? And just for somebody who doesn't understand how to meditate, if you just go into details. Sure. Okay. So um, I use various of things. Um, a lot of things that I, I did mention, um, I do, but I really, really connect with nature. I love going outside. I, and I really love like even the beach, you know, to have the sand under my feet, to sit, you know, to even walk on the sand, to feel that. And then to hear the ocean, to, to see it, to smell it, all your senses, you know, to, really be in that space and then to let my mind take over. So I really look within. I, I really connect. I open my heart and I just, I just have a dialogue, you know, whether it's 
if it's internal, I have that dialogue with spirit and I, I just talk and I, I feel I'm really, really present. I make myself present in that moment where I don't want to think about anything else. You know, I don't want to think about the bills. I don't want to think about, you know, things that I have to do to get done. I don't want to think about, oh, I, you know, I got to wash my car. I got to go to the grocery, the grocery store. You know, I don't want to think about that. I am in my place. I am in my present area where I need to be. And I'm just taking in, I'm taking in the elements. I'm taking in, you know, the, the earth and valuing what's around me. And then you'll start having these, these, these thoughts or these, um, you know, this information, these downloads that come in and that is spirit talking to you and it's truthful and it feels right. Um, that's spirit, that's spirit talking to you. And it's, it's great. It's a great meditation. It's a great feeling to know that you're in yourself and you're in your right space. And, you know, I, I really believe we are all one. We are one. So we're all together in this um, and we're all learning. Just so I have a good understanding of what you just said, mm-hmm. it's for somebody who also doesn't understand it. I don't need to sit in a pose or be at a certain place that I can meditate anywhere. And it's mainly focused around being present in the moment and minimizing distractions around me. Exactly. And this is just, and what I described is just what I do. And this is, this is what gets me, you know, but yeah, you can do, you can do your yoga, you know, you can do, um, you know, even martial arts, you know, like you, you are in the zone, you are focused, you are doing your movements. Um, and you're in that frame of mind and you're really into it. You know, I, I would even do this. Um, I, I'm not a martial arts person, but back um in back in the day <laughs> when I used mm-hmm. to um you know uh really work out and practice like boxing um when I was a lot younger I was just in the zone I was you know boxing and I I would punch the bag and I didn't think of anything else. I was just so focused and so uh you know determined and working out and breathing and and that's all I focused on. And that calmed me down. That put me in a space where I didn't think of anything else. So it was, it was a, it was a form of meditation for me at the time. So you can really get into this, even dancing. You know, I, I play uh, different types of, of music and, and from all over the world. And I, I really resonate with different types of, of music. And I let, I love to let, just let my body go and let spirit take over and just be happy and be present. Yeah. No, it's interesting how you explain that it, I don't want to ju- dive into another concept, <laughs> but I'm thinking of flow state in this. And that's far as with whatever you're doing, it's being challenged just enough. There's numbers where they're saying it's between four, 10% where you're just being challenged where you can push yourself to meet that number. And you are so engaged. It just, everything starts to blur around you and you are just doing whatever you're doing, whether it's boxing, running, or just sitting in a room and being quiet with yourself. So that's very interesting. How can our viewers get in touch with you? 
Yeah, so I have a website. It is www.intuitivepsychichealing.net. And so through that website, you can message me. You can email me if you would like a session. You can see a little bit about me and the services I provide. I also have a Facebook, and that's at Vanessa Spirit Guides. Um, also, Instagram, um, it's Vanessa underscore psychic underscore healer. So those are just different avenues that you can you can get in touch with me um so yeah you can email me or give me a message if you have any questions um go ahead and reach out thank you vanessa i have one more question what is your upcoming short-term goals and long-term goals in this profession yes so i'm constantly learning i love to learn because that's how you grow and so um I plan on tapping into more of the dream world um, since that was my first gift that I had since I was like five. <laughs> so um, I, I do want to start channeling for others in the dream world. I, I want to do that mediumship in the dream world. So I'm going to be working on a mentor with that. And uh, I'm going to start activating what I've known from that and how to use it to help other people. So that's what I want to do. And long-term, I I want to start teaching this. I want to start teaching what I know, if, if it's even like a meditation or any of these topics. So that's pretty much where I'm headed to. I like that. Vanessa, I really appreciate your time and coming on the show. I really Thank do. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Your Transformation Station. Rediscovering your true identity and purpose on this planet. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. Join us weekly on Monday for the YTS Challenge, and bi-weekly on Wednesday for the exclusive interviews at 8 p.m. Central Time. In the meantime, connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at YTS The Podcast. We'll be back soon. Until then, this is your transformation station, signing off.